Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? Chilling, man. How about yourself? You know me? Less more than I should be. Yes, sir. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, man. Um, you seen the... <laughs> we'll do it as a kid. You seen the, seen the email. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. I did. Yeah, man. Shout out to Alec, man. Shout out to Alec. Hometown, man. Home team. You know what I mean? Thank him. I needed to reply to him, but I wanted you to read it first before I had and I forgot to tell you about it until today. So shout out to Alec, man. He gonna send that video. He said Yeah, he, I'm gonna be looking for that, man. He said he had, uh, he definitely had, appreciate the support yeah you know I mean? yeah he said he had to get a haircut first though man he didn't want to get a, he didn't want to get roasted oh he's trying, he trying to get clean real that's all right man. He, you know yeah. we've been quarantining so it's like uh you know everybody gotta you know get get a little grace you know what i'm saying when it comes to, to the cuts and the liners man yeah you heard that two yeah. chain that quarantine thick <laughs> yes yeah. it's it's a quarantine. i mean it's a quarantine quarantine thick quarantine clean quarantine yeah. whatever yeah. yeah people capitalize man you know how i go yeah man yeah. we got yeah, a dog. We, shout out to alec yeah show. yeah man shout out to alec man we i can't um i'm ready to see that video man of him doing the intro should be pretty dope we got our we got our family in the house jackie what's going on Hello, nothing welcome, much. Welcome. How are you guys? We good, Jackie. Chilling, man. Jackie that lit the Jackie that lives in Indianapolis. We got yes. a uh, yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah, we got a we got a other family, Jackie. I am Jackie too. So we wanted to make sure we clarify who who we have this week. So what's going on, y'all? Man, nothing much. Chilling, dog. <laughs> yeah, chilling, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I finally put away the leftovers. Thank you know what you, I'm saying? Get you. <laughs> you ain't left over now. You about to be in the hospital. Facts. Yeah, are, is... are you a Chitlin household? Who? No. Uh, we're yep, house divided. Hell no. Yeah, we're house divided. Oh. I am not a Chitlin Damn guy. Part. She <laughs> is a Chitlin person. Man, she loves it. I know what. Yeah. I can't do it. Nah, nah. Yeah, every year I look. I look for her uh, her post on Facebook every year. I be cracking up because she's so she's so problematic about it. She is. She really is too. She's and so problematic about it. She ain't get any this year, so she Ooh. she probably gonna be triggered by hearing this uh, conversation. So uh, tell us all look, love. It's yeah. all love. <laughs> mom, mom, mom might make might take care of it for for Christmas or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Man. Hey, yeah, because her mom don't fool with him either. So yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. To each his that own. Means man. That, she, that means she needs to stop. There's enough people around her. Yeah. Right. That, that, that she ain't gets, with it. 
she get it from her older, you know, her her, her nana, her, you know, her grandma, uh, some of her older okay. aunts. You know, they from the south. They her family's from Tennessee. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and then yeah. my family, him, they they get down with it. I just like nah. My mom did. My mom ate them, cooked them, cleaned them. I grew up smelling it. That's why I don't eat it. <laughs> See, it's funny. So like my grand, both of my grandmothers are from the south, and they would cook them, and so my father would eat them but my mother would not cook them in her house so she used to be like if you want some you gotta go to either your mother-in-law or your mother's house because mm-hmm. i ain't doing it and going down and I here was, i was like i'm <laughs> keeping that same energy i said i pray to god whoever i married i want him because he's gonna be mad at me like i hope your mama can do it yeah i'm good not yeah. here <laughs> not in this house i mean i had uh man i had said something to uh i put it on you know i think i put a post on facebook and I was like, uh, something about chitlins, like, y'all don't have to do that no more. You know what I mean? Or something like that. <laughs> Let that go. It's like, it's yeah. over, man. Y'all ain't get the memo. It's over. But uh, my man Shannon, uh, shout out to Shannon, he went to Ball State with us. And he was like, man, I still eat them. He was like, it's just nostalgic. Like, his father ate them and his dad passed. So he kind of can keep, you know, mm. keep them alive. Keep the tradition. Keep the tradition with his Ooh, father, there. man. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I could feel that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Be like pops. Hey, hey, hey. I know. I'm about to chill. Yeah, man. That's yeah, funny. that's what's up, man. But uh, yeah, man. Um, how how was your Thanksgiving, man? I know it's uh, you know, it's almost it's almost over, man. And you know, uh, and not only how how was your Thanksgiving. Let's talk about. Uh, I really want to dive into something you were thankful for. You know what I mean? Because I think that's very very important even when we get past the the fake woke people who want to have a conversation of um uh you know it's the colonizers yeah the colonizers they killed the da, 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 and, uh, you know what i mean so like but let's just talk about what, we, what y'all was thankful for man or for how was it first and then you know maybe something y'all was thankful for go ahead jack well it was real different this is the first year since i've been on this earth that i was not with my entire family for Thanksgiving. Um, I actually have two cousins right now who have COVID, a husband mm. and wife. Um, and so them and their kids are like quarantined right now. And they literally found out, I think the day before Thanksgiving that they had tested positive. Mm. So it was different. Like everybody kind of cooked and like divided food up and dropped it off to different houses. So you know that was uh very different um but i'm just thankful uh for the most part for my grandmother because Mm. she was in a hospital like literally the week before thanksgiving and you know they was getting ready you know our numbers have been going up and they were saying you know it's gonna get to the point where you can't have no visitors and my grandmother's 91 she'll be 92 in like 15 days and um she don't talk to everybody mm-hmm. so we were shook because we like if she in this hospital she ain't gonna she not gonna really talk to every she ain't gonna talk to the doctors mm-hmm. and it's like it would be horrible if she was that you know in a hospital for thanksgiving but luckily she came home and uh i was very happy for that awesome praise god yeah yes. yeah go ahead yes. tc um <clears throat> Very different. Uh, same here. Um, you know, we usually do a big gathering at my mom's crib. All the family comes over. 
Um, and, and, you know, it was very different this year. It was just, uh, you know, my mom and, and stepdad and me and Courtney uh, for dinner. And uh, and that was it, man. It was real cool, real chill, just uh, intimate. And uh, I just got to talk. And, and, and it's, you know, I keep saying different, but, like, you know, my fam, like, we drink and we gamble and it's loud and there's music playing. Like, it was just... You know, it was it was none of that. You know what I mean? It was just real quiet. The music wasn't really up like that. Uh, we we were able to just sit sit around the table and talk. Man, we had you know enough space uh, between uh, one another that you know we didn't feel um, you know like we weren't safe. But uh, we we definitely didn't want to spend it spend it alone. And um, you know, my mom and, and, and stepdad haven't been going anywhere. So uh, yeah, we went over there and, and, and joined them for dinner. So it was cool, man. Um, uh, stopped by Courtney's mom, uh, mom's house briefly. Um, Courtney usually makes uh, Thanksgiving ham, so she did that for her mom and sister uh, before we went to my mom's crib. Uh, so yeah, it, it was cool, man. That was it. And then I did like a Zoom call with my my dad and stepmom and sister and, and, and her family down in in, uh, in Georgia, and so that was cool as well, man. So I got a little bit of everything. Did the virtual, then I had some you know FaceTime with with with. Um, with moms and stepdads, so it was it was dope. It was dope, but different. And uh, as far as thankful, bro, I mean, um, you know, I, I I'm, I'm honestly thankful for for health. I'm thankful for um, being able to you know navigate you know this situation smoothly because I know it's a lot of people who are struggling, man. Um, whether it's health wise, financially. Uh, mentally, it's it's a lot of struggles, man. This whole COVID situation is a lot for people to take on, and um, even something as simple as uh, working from home can be stressful to someone. You know what I mean? Like everyone ain't built or cut out to stay in the house 24/7, you know, for work and for you know their personal time. So I mean, it's a struggle for a lot of people, man. So um, I'm thankful I've been able to find the balance, and that we haven't faced any um you know drastic uh challenges and whatnot and we've had been able to somewhat uh navigate uh smoothly through this through this situation that's what's up man that's what's up yeah chill uh, <clears throat> uh man i uh actually i took overtime on thanksgiving because i knew it was coming so i worked man and kind of played myself mm-hmm. with working because i thought they would have a whole setup oh. cooking. We thought I was gonna do it in. I get to the get to the station, and these cats I worked at at that station I went to, man, they don't really eat together, man. So I'm like, mm. damn, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Damn, so you can't I, trust a pitch in right now, anyway. Mm. Oh wait, no, I know that's right. Nah, damn. not a pitch in. We use. I mean, my my crew, we would have cooked. You feel me? Like oh, we like there. Yeah, like yeah. I went, yeah. went to the store. And, you know right what I mean? So, I um, man, so I had to make a way, man, and um, eat some dry ass macaroni and a piece of turkey. But the next day, man, my sister in law, shout out to Khalees, um, she killed it. So I had some, I had some, uh, I had some Thanksgiving food. So I was good there. Oh. But, but as far as thankful, man, I want to. Um, I'm thankful, man. Financially, man, my household has not had. We haven't missed a beat life has continued as usual you know what i'm saying and i know a lot of people can't say that so Mm. um i've been good man actually making making some more money you know my cpr classes have kind of picked up i've been able to navigate that through COVID, 
people still need to be certified. So, you know, I've been making some extra money actually picking up like crazy, man. I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? So you doing that virtually or you have to go? Nah, I got to go, man. So we mask up, go. man. And, you know what okay. I mean? Everybody wearing a mask. We don't get the breaths. We just simulate the breaths. But, man, it's been mm-hmm. I've been I've been kind of kind of lighting it up with that, man. So but yeah, so, man, that's what I'm that's what I'm thankful for, man. And um, hopefully it continue to stay that way, man. And I hope this gym stay open because, man, that's my. That's my outlet. Outlet. <laughs> Straight mm-hmm. up, dog. If they close that, I'm, oh, man, I'm hurting again. So, but yeah, man. Yeah, let's get to this episode, man. Yeah, I'm glad y'all had it. Y'all healthy, man. And everybody getting a Jackie in the gym, getting it. You know what I mean? So. Yes, sir. Listen, I got some goals. I got some goals. I'm trying to accomplish you. by I February. I so. I need, I need to get on y'all, on, on, on y'all mission, <laughs> man, getting the gym. Dog. I've been saying it forever, man, but. I got like the I have the 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 eating part down, man. But um, I've been so lazy during COVID. Like I have zero motivation to go to the gym, so I just need to get my mind right yeah. and get in there and sweat it out, dog. Because I I just haven't been. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. I just been watching how I eat, just so I ain't sitting in the house, man, putting yeah. on a bunch of weight. Don't, um, get, don't get them book. I, don't get them bookmans, boy. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. You stupid. You stupid. Good times. I know what he was talking about. I'm like, hey. nigga with a buffalo that's booty, man. You don't come out there like that. Straight butt. up. Straight up. Nah, yeah. dog. Don't do that, man. We don't do we don't do them in the Hollywood. Hold on, man. There's a couple. There's a couple. That was a test. That was a test. <laughs> There's a couple out there, boy, with some hips. But it's all good, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody, man. Staying healthy, man. Keep your mask on. You know what I mean. But uh, let's get to this episode, man. We've been we we twelve minutes in, man. But um, no, but I do want to. I wanted to get that out the way with you, man. I, I think, again, like I said, I want to to ask y'all that because you know the super woke people, man. There's a lot of people out there acting like. You know, man, I think when it comes down to some of these holidays, man, we just enjoy the family time and just we set our own traditions and we really don't be, you know, what I mean, I guess I, I don't, man. I don't be thinking about no with the pilgrims and all that kind of stuff, man. You know, you know, I, maybe all I, I think about is food, it's food and family. That's it. Food and family yeah. and, and, some, and some shit talking on the card table. Come on, man. Come on. So, that's... yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm on the uh, table. I'm on the, uh, I, I throw the bones down. Hey, I had a, I taught Tice. We played Uno, and he didn't quite. He kind of he knew the concept because he played with his friends. Uh, with whatever was getting them, <laughs> them draw fours. Hey man, because he can't spread. Had, he don't know how to spread his cards, so he had to keep his cards, and he had to do like you know what I'm saying. He can't spread them. His hands ain't big enough, so you know, draw fours, man. So, but no, nah, just playing with no stack, man. And we, we got into uh, some some heated fellowship over that and its rules because everybody don't play stacks the same, man. So, uh, look, 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 she smacked her lips so hard. Listen, <laughs> everybody Uno, don't play stacks Uno, the same. Uno don't know what they talking about. They be try to throw shade on twitter and say this is how it's supposed to be played and we like nah yeah. y'all yeah they said you, right. uno they said you don't have to say uno like when you get one card they said you don't have to do that you say yeah, uno nah. and then when you're done you uno out, uno like, out. they uno said out. you don't them, have to them is no the uno yeah. twitter the uno game said you don't have to say I that don't <laughs> that's what i said i said man who run, who running they I said, who running their uh, Twitter? I can back? stack if I want to. If we play stacks, yeah. we stack it. Yeah, I said, yeah. who running their yeah. who running they, who running they Twitter, man? Because it can't be no yeah. one of the 
of the it uh, ain't one of us of the colored yeah. the, the ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy though how it we pretty much yeah. no nah, we pretty much Set took that game stole it made yeah. our own rules to it and told them to go fuck off. And people still hey, be whatever, no, it's, it's our no, game now. And still hey, listen, people still be asking them. But it's kind of like what they did to America. <laughs> they came and stole some shit, remixed it, so we just took that game back. <laughs> you stupid. It's, it's, it's our shit now. We the captain. It's ours. We the captain. I'm the captain now. I'm yeah. the captain now. <laughs> yeah, you stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. What else we done did that, man? We done took a few things and then nigga, I, no, we ethnic. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say nigga it up. Sorry, I ain't going to use that word. <laughs> nigga, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's the, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nigga it up, nigga it up. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, typically anything that they do, we touch it and we make it better. Yeah, we add a little seasoning to it. We oh. we 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 revolutionize. I mean, you look at golf was white for how long? Yeah, mm. Tiger came in and added some color. Tiger came in and and, and fucked up the church's money. <laughs> Tiger came in and colored the tennis. Talking about, I don't know the history of tennis, but before Venus and Serena, I ain't know nothing about no color. Arthur Ashe. Yeah, Naomi Osaka is now running it, and then it's Sloan Stevens, I think is her name. You know, it's like we we once we learn some shit, it's ours. Like that's it. Like we we just take over. We just naturally talented. What can I say? It's a perfect segue segue into nigged it. Nick, what you call it? TC, nigging it up. Nigging it up. You called it that. I just repeated what you said. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but you, 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 you nigged it up. Stank, yeah, put a little on it. Yeah, I was just gonna say some. Uh, but anyway, uh, speaking lemon of, pepper on it. Speaking of nigging it up, man, let's talk about it real brief, man. I know this is we. This has probably been a conversation been going on, on Twitter and social media. And speaking of that, man, I want to get to this real before we go to that TC. I want to let everybody know, man, we're gonna be taking a vacation for two weeks, man. Yeah. We're going we gonna to sit down, mental, man. We're going to do a mental break. mental break from y'all, man. So um, we'll uh, go talk about it again at, by the end of the episode. But we, uh, this is our – we're dropping Wednesday, and then we're going to take a vacation for a couple weeks. And I am going to fast from social media um, for those two weeks, man. I'm going to delete these apps and sit back and chill for a little bit. But anyway. Uh, I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I know real. you. TC can't do uh, it. <laughs> I'm, po- I'm going to be posting. I'll do it. I'll do it once you gotta, a year. You got to keep us alive g <laughs> uh, yeah i got, got it I, I put something up there man i put some holiday photos on our page so and give queen, them an inside and look and please don't use that other photo no more come on man. dog <laughs> we gotta, hey we gotta get a, get a we photo get a shoot, shoot. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, highlights you know, Jay down there, he doing some shots, man. Probably, yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Jay, man. We didn't talk about the last yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, our yeah. social black, but yeah, Jay coming through last episode, man. Great conversation, got some good feedback on that. Got excellent feedback, man. There was yeah, a couple yeah. people that hit me and was like, Yo, this has been my favorite, most favorite episode, like in a long time. So, and All it was right. just off the riff, man, just authentic, you All know right. what I mean? So that was that was good, man. So, yeah. shout out to Jay with therapy, man. He motivated me, man. I've been I've been I've been doing my research, man. So, um oh. I'm gonna tap into it. But yeah, man. So, I just want to let everybody know we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um we'll see y'all, man. We come with some we got some good good shows coming up, man, and we're going to start hitting these sponsors again at the beginning of the year cuz COVID kind of slowed it up, but we're going to be back at it. You know what I mean? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, let's go to this. Uh, speaking of nigga, nigga in it up, man. Let's talk about your man in the uh, in the um, short sleeve turtleneck. Yeah, in the restaurant, <laughs> man. Maybe y'all get a background. Everybody, I'm sure everybody's heard about this by now. But we gonna give our oh Jones, you ain't give me the. If you want to listen to this episode. Damn. Over and over and over uh, and see we could recite it. I should just recite it. <laughs> yeah. and it made you do do the do the social run. Uh, I'll chop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, if you do want to listen to the Jesse, want to listen to the Jesse episode, and uh, like I said, a lot of people have gave us great reviews on that. And you want to listen to this episode, and you want to listen to any of our episodes, and continue to vibe out with the stakes is high. TC, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 All right. Yeah. We, damn, we 20 minutes in. We ain't got to no content. Here we go. Uh, we all, all conversations. Oh, there you go. You're right. You're right. You're right. There we go. All right. So anyway, speaking of nigga, nigga it up, man. Let's talk about your boy in the restaurant. <laughs> uh, maybe you can kind of get the details of what happened. Like I said, if you're living under a rock, you don't know what's going on. But let's give our twist yeah. to it, man. Our take to the whole to the whole situation. So yeah, I kind I kind of um I caught wind to it uh, on Twitter, man. Just saw a bunch <laughs> of people retweeting reposting it and whatnot, yeah, retweeting yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's a restaurant uh, down in Dallas uh, by the name of True Kitchen and Cocktails, uh, black-owned uh, restaurant. Um, uh, you know, he gave us a, a nice pep talk in the video about you know how, why he opened the restaurant and you know um, what it's meant to be a place for the culture for you know black folks to come and gather and have a good time. Um, but, you know, behave uh, in a professional way uh, as you would in any other upscale restaurant. Um, so his rant, though, uh, was basically due to um, some ladies, you know, twerking. Uh, you know, they and got a little before, bit. Okay, pause right bit. there. Pause right there. Okay. They, they were twerking to this. I already, I already see where you're going. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just letting people know what they were dancing to. They was, they I were. I can't wait to get tagged in. I can't <laughs> yeah, wait yeah. to get tagged but, in. But, but, hey, hey, Jones, I want you to get hey, it back. Jones, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep no, going. No, 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 yeah, that, that, back, that, 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 what you just played, though, is so key to the argument because, you know, if, like I, I feel, dude. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to create no, this no, culture. Keep telling the story. Keep telling the story. I mean, that, I mean, oh, that okay. was it. Like he went in, had a rant about twerking, and how, you okay. know, like 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 he don't need your money. Don't come. He he dropping the f bomb. Like he was very disrespectful about how he delivered the however, message. Yes, however, however, to give homie a little bit of a little bit of fade. You know what I'm saying? The girls were on the table twerking mm-hmm. to throw that ass in a circle. Um, they. They showed a different angle. I don't know if you guys seen the other angle with the girls on the table <laughs> twerking and shit. <laughs> yeah, on, on, on his on his table. Um, and I think he did. I think he did mention something to them, like more than once about you know you know y'all need to relax. 
But um, that's just kind of giving his, you know, his little bit more of his side to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But go ahead, Jackie. Chime in. Tag, tag, tag. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what, what you think? What you think about the black man coming out and telling the black women to be classy? And not only that, okay. get get the fuck out or get the fuck yeah, out. Get the F out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, need your money. So let's, et cetera, let's et cetera. Also, we're going to back up because prior to him telling them that and it was recorded, he had asked them nicely to not do it. Yes. He yeah. did approach them individually. A couple times. That tape a couple times and asked them not mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. And they ain't listened. Okay. So I have a, a few things about what I saw and, you know, just like everything that's been going on. If I am a club owner or a restaurant owner and I'm present or whatever my representation, my management or anything, it's my job to control the ambiance of my setting. So with that being said, if I want a classy <laughs> if, if I want You're not playing classy, that right <laughs> If I have like a, If I want a classy type brunch I might mm-hmm. opt to play like R&B I ain't necessarily playing strip club music Because I know what happens When that comes on yes. As soon as the song mm-hmm. starts playing I was in my seat Jackie like, started dancing hey. yeah. You know yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I also know how to act in public. Yeah. If that song comes on, no matter where I'm at, well, no, let me take that back. If I'm in a strip club, all gloves is off. But if I'm out at a restaurant, a brunch, or whatever, because I know it's places in Chicago like Drink House, right? Mm-hmm. They play, they play stuff like that. I don't I'm like brunch. Nah, I that's. They, I don't think they care. Because that's the vibe. That's the vibe. That's the so vibe. So you created this vibe, and then you mad because people went with what you created now the other side of that is you also it was do say on the table people waiting for their food they drinking music is playing they start wilding out he created the vibe you created this vibe right now the other side of this is i don't think it's wrong for him to want a classy establishment and want them to you know acknowledge that like i said he created the vibe now where he fucked up with me was he gave in his speech he said you know i have men here and i want them to be respectful and i want them to be respectful respectable of the women but he wasn't but but you know how can i tell them to respect y'all in so many words if y'all ain't respecting yourself first of all let's let's dead that because a woman can be fully clothed in a professional setting and walk past a man and he might grab her ass. There is no algorithm of whether a man is going to respect a woman. It don't matter what music is being played. It don't matter if she's twerking or just walking. Mm-hmm. Like, I have literally been walking down the street and a guy be like, yo, what's up? And, and try to grab. So you can't equate respectfulness to what a woman is doing. That's a man's choice. So you can't you can't say what a woman is doing that's just like you know the whole amber uh rose thing with the slut walk mm-hmm. her whole thing was it doesn't matter what a woman does it doesn't give you the right or your entitlement to be disrespectful towards her yeah no i, I agree with there i agree you cannot um 
disrespect is is not tolerated at all. Mm-mm. But I think his man. I think what he was more so saying was getting up on the table, twerking, and that's wrong. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and but you're right. Yeah, no disrespect. No matter what, what if she's naked or if she's fully clothed, you, you can't disrespect. But um, so I, I like me. I'm like, well, first of all. If the DJ is okay with playing that song, I'm like, okay, there's more to this story. So of mm-hmm. course I start going to the comments. The fact that you said DJ and at all <laughs> there you t- go. tells you a lot. You know well, 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 you know, a DJ can set a, a, a DJ can set a, like you like Jackie said in her, when she just said like you know, hey man, like if you playing some some vibes and you chilling on some 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 cool you know R and B music or some you know whatever. So I but did a, a DJ's job is like if he just had like a playlist going on and, and something low in the background, not a DJ. Cool. But if you have an actual DJ, the whole point of having that DJ there is to make you move. So they're going to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 but like, so, I, like, there's DJ at lounges, right? So I've seen like wine, but wine lounges and they've had like real chill settings and there's a DJ. So, but what I'm saying is, um, I, so I'm like, all right. So there's a DJ, and he was okay with playing that song. Obviously, this was just no, this was no fluke. Because TC, you know, like I know, when you setting up your crate for an event, or you thinking of different events, barbecue, kids parties, old people parties, hood parties, uh, lounge sets, you set the music in that. In your crate, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm playing this kind of music because I'm not vibe. gonna be playing yeah. WAP with grandma on them. You know what I'm saying? You trying to set mm-hmm. the vibe. So, but anyway, yeah. so I start look, I start doing some research in these comments, man. Everybody in these comments was like, man, he tripped. That place is so ghetto. I've been there. Like people was going in, like this is not no classy yeah. place. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. But see this, but then the other part is like, where is accountability on? the patrons part as well absolutely because like i said because like i said i can go somewhere and hear a turn up song i might be like oh shit but i'm in my seat though i'm not gonna get up on a table i'm not getting ready to be on a couch like i'm not gonna do that because i know how to carry myself so to me like yes he was wrong for how he approached them but them girls was just as wrong for wilding out Absolutely. like that. Because but were, I guarantee uh, Yeah, they were, dog. You don't no, get on no table, TC. Can, okay, let me tell you something. If I got my chicken if and they, waffles and that girl on top of that table over there, I'm looking like, them. get your ass down. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I agree with not getting on the table, but the dig at them twerking it and, and not being classy and all that. Like, it's obviously a lit brunch. I've been to enough lit brunches and regular-ass restaurants in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, when I go in that joint for brunch, I know what's this about to go down. Expect. It's, it's yeah. going to be lit. And so I'm sure, right. like the people in Dallas who who visit this restaurant often, know when they go to True Kitchen and Cocktails, and it's, it's a DJ there, brunch, it's like they go in there for a lit environment. You know what I'm saying? I I I highly doubt this was like the a now, first time. to his defense. So what he, but what if he's trying to change that? Jack, that's what I was just going to say, Jack. I said what to if, his defense. What if he's trying yes. to change the narrative because based on what he said, in he shouldn't have had the DJ change a DJ. He's like. Okay, and that's fair. So it's like, but what he said in that speech was, I'm trying to cultivate yes. something for the culture. This is that and the third. Okay, well, which culture are you speaking to? Are you talking to the, the turn-up culture? Are you talking to the sophisticated culture? Like, what are you talking about? Because black people are multifaceted. We are not one thing. So when he said that, I'm like, okay, well, what do you mean? Because then, I don't know if y'all saw the dress code. So then it was saying, like, no baggy uh, clothes, no bodysuits. 
no uh, slippers with the fuzzy stuff on it, no caps <laughs> and stuff like that. Now, having a dress code, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But the dress code that you are asking for, but then the music that you playing ain't matching. So my thing is this. You're right. I think, to again, to give him a fade, some fame, man, I think maybe he is trying to change the setting and the ambiance of his restaurant. And with doing that, my thing is he should have kicked their ass out to where it got to a point to where he had to sit there and cuss and disrespect because – if I don't care who I'm with, if I'm with you, Jackie, TC, if I'm with Courtney, whoever I'm with, and I'm with that woman, and if a man talks to them like that, we're going to have a problem, it's, dog. We, hands down. We like, got to have a problem. You don't disrespect. Up. If, you, if you're going to say what you say, that's cool, but do not disrespect. Talking about get the fuck out. No, no, no. Hold on, bro. Hold on, man. Who you oh, mean? I would have got up like and he, left right he, then. Like I'd have turned that, fuck, he that table, table he, over. He <laughs> All right, cool. I'm out. He would have been shitty if everybody got up and walked out. Because at this right. point, you ain't just addressing them. Right. You stop. You stop the whole function yeah. to address everybody when really yeah. it was just a few. So now I'm gonna take it personal because you talking to the whole group. Yeah. Well, if you feel that way, I'm gonna walk the fuck out too. I, I mean, I, I he should have just kicked him out. I definitely would have walked out. Man, yeah. if I was with whoever the woman I was with, you talking to women like that, bro? You gotta you, now. You gotta relax, homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, he did talk to him a couple times. You still accountable. It's like this. If TC get punched in the face right now because he was talking reckless to somebody, I'm jumping in. And then later, I'm like, nigga, why you are you talking crazy? Right. <laughs> you go, you go yeah. to him later because yeah, you're like, like yeah. hey, man, you the you reason told, we in this. Yeah, he told y'all ass to stop. But see, but see Jones, that's, that's, that's a perfect point. You know, I ended up in that situation because of my bad management. You know what I'm saying? I didn't control the situation like I should have, which yeah. is the same thing goes with the that dude. No, 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 no. With the owner. He controls yeah. the vibe in there. You know what I'm saying? He goes over to the, like, they not going to stop twerking. Hey, DJ, I need all mellow music, slow jams. Uh, yeah. Like, I, like I, you I, have to control I, it. Yes. You got to control also, your environment, bro. Yeah. Think about it. Think about a party. There's when accountability there's a fight. on both ends. That's, you know that's my thing. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think we can't just blame one party and not the other. No, no, I don't think anyone is. And that's, yeah, and that's yeah. my thing, like, because I've been seeing people saying you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be siding with the man because X, Y, Z, or you shouldn't be siding with the girls. Like, no, nah, both of y'all wrong. If we, if we being a hundred percent real about it, like, if everybody looks at it for face value, you'll see where both everybody fucked up. It, it wasn't just, but see, like I said, because I said on Twitter yesterday, I said, no matter. It doesn't matter that he spoke to them maybe in a calm tone. I said that video of him going off holds more weight than Absolutely. what he did previously. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like TC said, no matter what, he's a business owner and he's going to have mm -hmm. to know how to manage and control situations to be able to protect his business. So yeah. he could have, he should have been like on some, hey, DJ. Hey, look, man, don't play that music. I get it, man. Change his vibe. You know what I mean? If that's what he was mm -hmm. trying to do. And All then right. they wouldn't have been turking on the table no more. Or after right. the second time, he'd be like, hey, listen, y'all got to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do, do, you, do you think that he can, can bounce back from this? I mean, if the food is Absolutely. good, it don't matter. Absolutely. <laughs> if the food is good. Somebody is going to yeah. be in there this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause if the food is yeah. good, they gonna be. You know, he got his little. You know, you know how we do that. And it's like I, what I say. My favorite phrase is a microwave society. Microwave. Something else is gonna be popping tomorrow, and we are gonna forget about homeboy. Oh, they are already yeah. talking about. Well, I know he got a. Uh, I think for New Year's Eve, he booked Cisco. Mm. 
See, he ain't, no, he ain't on no classy yeah, exactly. shit. That nigga exactly. lost some shit. He ain't on no He trying to do event. He trying to do club, <laughs> lit brunch. He trying to do that vibe. Yeah. Cisco. Whole, Come on, man. Um, and Thong Song is what's Come playing. On. Like, the video yeah. is in the background. Of, he, he on so one. that's why I'm saying, like, everybody's saying, you know, he wants, you know, people should respect his stuff. You're right. You're supposed to respect stuff. And I, and I do feel like sometimes we take advantage of our own because you ain't going to pull that shit at Ruth Chris or... Or but Riff Chris ain't playing throw that ass in a circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. But even if yeah. they did, but even if they did, the likelihood that we would go on Ruth Chris and cut up is highly unlikely. I, I, I just think that's a big because it, it would never happen. Like Ruth Chris, unless there was some sort of private event in which in that point case, if you got a private room. And it's like, oh, oh we I mean, turned I've, it up. I've been in, I've been in some private rooms. Like, I'm trying to think. I've been in Sullivan's, and we Lit. had. See, yeah, you know I'm saying. Right. So, matter of fact, I'm, matter of fact, also, okay, if you create the vibe, we'll swap. Okay. Hey, hold on. Create that vibe. Matter of fact, people gonna take it. My cousin Nicole had a private joint at Ruth Chris, and we was in that market. <laughs> I remember that day. We was kicking it, right? If you create the vibe, people gonna participate. So, like, if that's not the vibe he wants. Don't create it, cause yeah, people man. gonna do it. They probably been in there uh, other weekends, seen other people's twerking on tables or whatever. Like they've seen it. It ain't, it's, it ain't just like they... a one-time occurrence. Like he's yeah. created this vibe, and maybe he's trying to change it. But like if you you gotta you gotta manage that better. You know what I'm saying? Cause the people who came last week didn't show up this week. Expecting you to be bugging about something that hey. you was cool with last week. You <laughs> yeah, know? nigga, you should have. He had a ninety. He had a. Uh, he had a. Uh, uh, hot, hot ninety. What's ninety six three? He should have went to one hundred six and got a DJ. You know what I'm saying? You got to switch him up, bro. Throw some Stevie Wonder or something, dog. Well, I, I the volume this down. Is, this is the time for him to rebrand. If he ever gonna do it, this would be the perfect time. Not with Cisco. Well, no, <laughs> not with not with Cisco. I mean, but if he's doing something for New Year's Eve, I don't think it's gonna be a brunch. I gon' I think it's gonna be like. Yeah. Probably like an actual party or something party. for New Year's Eve. Lit. So that's that's different. But if he's the brunch thing, he need if he wants to rebrand, he got to go about it different. And like you said, TC, it's gonna be where you go. All right, DJ, we ain't playing no, we ain't no knocking and bucking, ain't no rocking the hips, ain't no uh, meat meal, ain't none of that. We playing cool R and B, mellow play. stuff. I did shit with Mariah. That nigga, they gonna go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna go crazy. Hold on, wait a minute. Everybody is on the table at that point. They flipping yeah. tables now. You're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Straight so. up, man. Yeah, poor poor management. Uh, he he should have controlled that better. He should have controlled the vibe. He should have controlled his temper. Uh, I, again, I agree with you, Jackie. Everybody should you know be held accountable. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you go in, it, when in Rome, dog, you know what I'm saying, yeah. do as what as the Romans do. So especially if you ask, walk in, and some you liquor, see that, yeah, you see that's the vibe, man. You gonna participate? You know what I mean? Hey, I went to this. Uh, I went to this. Uh, you guys talk about anger, so I'm gonna segue into this other conversation, man. But I did go to in Houston one time, man. I went to the seafood spot. I don't know if y'all know, man. This is a uh, reality. Ah, oh, man, what was it called? So the so the so the head person is. It's a it's a guy, but he dresses up like a woman. I don't know he if he's full fully transitioned. It's a black dude. Y'all probably I swear, man, he huge, man. But anyway, he. Some Uncle Clifford. 
<laughs> Wait, who Uncle Down Clifford? Down in the valley. <laughs> hold on, I'm yeah, gonna show. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. Valley, Pete I'm Valley, man. Come on, you gotta get with it, bro. I didn't, I didn't watch Pete you Valley. Remember? Nah, I remember oh. I told you I never watched it, but oh. I know who Uncle Clifford is because I seen him on, you know, people. Yeah. Man, I Rule would. Twenty five point two. Ain't no crying at the paint. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show, man. I enjoyed that. It is. We, hey, we enjoyed see, that. Hey, hold on, y'all. See, what's the name coming back? Um, Damn, um, damn, Alan Cali. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm drunk. What's going hey, on with oh, me? Oh, Snowfall. Snowfall. God dang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all see Snowfall I, I, coming? I haven't gotten. I haven't. Gotten oh, 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 bro, you definitely. I need you to binge yeah. that too. Yeah, I gotta get into it. Yeah, you need to binge that. Snowfall. Get into it. We started watching Listen, a couple new joints. Frank, yeah. Franklin Saint is is real deal. He's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. But anyway, man, um, I'm, it was a night. It was a it's a seafood joint, man, and it's almost kind of reminds me of what we're talking about, man. They had a DJ. He was live, and they, you know, mm. people at the at their table dancing, man, waiting on their food. Yeah. So it was almost that kind of like that setting there. But like again, like we said, um, if he's trying to rebrand, you know what I mean? This is hey, you gotta change that DJ or tell the DJ. DJ, hey man, this is the type of music that I need. But um, uh-huh. I wanted to go into a conversation, man, with y'all. Uh, it, it, speaking about anger, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I was talking to uh, one of my homies, and she got into it with her dude, and I was like, "Well, so tell me what happened." And she gave mm-hmm. me the rundown. Um. Which, you know, not to go into many details, it was it was something, it wasn't anything that big. So I was like, yo, that don't seem like you. So she was like, well, work is stressful. Um, the holidays is coming up. And, you know, um, just dealing some issues with her mom and stuff like that. So I said, so check this out. And this is what I wanted to talk to y'all about, man. So I said, she named three things that was going on in her life that she was dealing with and then she approached her man with this situation i said so you took something that probably was on a level three and you made it a 10 because everything else that was going on in your life you know what i'm saying and what i wanted to talk to y'all about man just like how how to control our anger man because i think what happens a lot of times i I think the psychology term is called kick the cat basically what happens is Hmm. you deal with all the stress at work and then you come home and you kick the cat and the cat like, what the hell I do? You know what I'm saying? So I think like, I, I guess like I just kind of see if y'all have dealt with that and like what are some of the things y'all do to try to control it? Or do you even know you do it, man? Like you have 10 things going on and then you just take it out on that one person that clo- that's the closest to you. You know what I'm saying? Anybody step up, step up. Y'all do that. Have you had done it or do you have you done it to you? Have it done to you? Like, how do you control it? What do you do? <laughs> Oh, Uh, (laughs) well, me personally, um, I think that anybody has the ability when they feel like the world is on their back, they sometimes it gets taken out on, like you said, the closest person to them. But I think part of knowing yourself is knowing how to manage that. You can have a conversation with somebody and express how you feeling what's going on in your life, why you so stressed without dogging them, because they didn't do it to you. Um, 
Well, hold on, hold on, Jackie, real quick before you say that, because you're right. But I want to say, what if something that they're doing to you is presented that makes you mad? Right. So, like, let's just say your man leaves his Timberlands in the middle of the in the middle of the you Uh walk in the door and he leaves Uh his Timberlands in the middle Uh of the floor. Now, the stresses of all the things that you had going on and then you kick these Timberlands. You got you, your Timberlands got kicked, dog. <laughs> no, I just use Timberlands because they're heavy as hell. <laughs> but I like okay. dogs, they rock the Timberlands. I've been watching Timberlands since '96, baby. No, before that, baby. <laughs> but go ahead, I go mean, ahead. That's, I think that's what I'm saying. Like you have to. I'm. I like to compartmentalize things, mm-hmm. so I try not to bring my job to the people closest to me. Um, I try not to let stuff at home transfer to my work life. Sometimes that's harder. Cause like, especially, you know, I got health issues sometimes. And sometimes I be want to tell my job, you know what? Fuck y'all today. This is, this is really how I feel, mm-hmm. but I can't do that because you have to, you, you have to learn how to separate stuff. Now you said about the Timberland thing. I, I mean, just, you know, or something I mean, that, <laughs> but you just saying that he did something and it just added to the list of the stuff like, that I was already Didn't text added. you back or did something that was like, you know, like, you know, just wasn't con- considerate of, you know, just whatever the si- a situation may be. I mean, the best thing, I mean, now I can't, old me didn't really give a damn about nothing. I would zero to a hundred real quick. You could catch all this just because I didn't care. Like I was about me. I was selfish. I mm-hmm. was, I don't care about your feelings. Like I'm about to give you all this heat. And you gonna take it and you gonna like it. Like that's just how it was. But like being older now, you gotta address issues separately. So mm-hmm. if I got an issue with my mother, like me and my mother, our relationship is crazy sometimes. I can't carry that, like what's going on between me and her to what me and my sister's conversation. Mm-hmm. I separate stuff. That's the only way that I can function because if I let everything just like overlap, I lose my damn mind. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it it takes a lot of training of your mind to do that though because your first thought is let me get this anger out but mm-hmm. what but what does that do besides possibly you know in a situation with your homegirl and her dude that don't do shit but make her home possibly worse so now you can add it yeah. a whole new thing to you so it's like in in my mind it's like what can i do to take something off of me i ain't great gonna start no new shit i got enough shit going on outside of him yeah, I think with her, though, and I'll let you go, TC, I think with her was that, like, I don't think it was, like, singled out, like, I can write down, this has happened today, like, my boss yelled at me today, and then uh, somebody pulled over in the traffic, and then I come home and take it out on you. I think this was, um, I think this was, like, it was, Jackie crunching, look. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got it out the way, I got it out the way. You got the ear pods in, I told you. But um, I think what happened was, I think it was like these emotions that were unknown, right? So it wasn't like this. It wasn't like your like things that you just like you can like you recognize right away. Because until I ran it down to her, I was like, so what else is going on? And, you know, just kind of start talking. I was like, well, that caused you to go off. Because I think we have emotions sometimes. And TC, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, probably a few episodes. Maybe I remember last episode. Sometimes you just don't know what the fuck is wrong. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like. And I think even in those times, you have to be careful because if you don't know what's wrong, the first thing that comes in front of you, they're going to catch it. 
You know what I'm saying? So Well, I will say if I get into a mood like that where I'm just mentally like it's so I don't much know. going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I will I'll step away from everybody. Because that's the best that's what we're I will about. I will <laughs> I will step away and you know, if somebody hit me up and be like, Hey, you know what's up? I will gladly tell people, look, I don't really feel like talking right now. And if you don't respect that, then now everything that you get is on you. Because I told you, mm-hmm. I ain't really feel like dealing with you. I ain't feel like yeah. talking. Listen, you got to respect people. You got to let people. Distance. Yeah. And you got to let people know, like, hey, it's not you. It's, it has yeah, nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just let me, let me. Like, I love <laughs> yeah. you, but right now, this ain't it. Like, you don't. Like, let's let's take a break. I, I you know, we talk we talk often about protect the energy, man. Like, mm-hmm. like you even a good one to even respond and say, you know, it's not <laughs> you or I need time. Like, bro, if I if I'm at that point where I'm triggered by everything and like I, I would just not respond. Like people reaching out or call, like I would just not respond. Like I would literally just step away and detach just because yeah. even trying to explain myself would probably annoy me like why well, i gotta explain myself to you you know what i'm saying i got like i just don't, don't feel it. like talking so i was like yeah and then it, and that opens the door for more questions like well what's wrong you want to like no nah, dog i don't want to talk about it i just told you leave me alone so mm-hmm. to prevent all that it's just like i'm gonna cut my phone off i don't need to talk to nobody then when i'm in the spot to you know maybe vent about it you know it's like I, i'm not as upset but i just kind of want to get it off my chest and maybe i would you know respond I to a couple a, people i got so a the, list of four people that if something's wrong with me, I will tell them, hey, I don't feel like talking right now, but I'll get back with you. Everybody else, I probably won't respond to. But I do have four people that right, I will right. respond so me, to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you let me ask you guys a question. Um uh we sound like the most controlled emotional people in the world right now right we got to figure it out you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. you just got to separate yourself i just need 30 minutes you know we all sound good uh-huh. right but let's talk about those times uh-huh. that we don't you know what I mean? because at the end of the day we're not perfect and we do have these times to where we um are disruptive with our emotions yeah. and let's talk about that man because yeah. in, in fairness you know we have it's just like everything else we can you know how i go man we could tell everybody else how to operate but sometimes it's like mm-hmm. damn i didn't do that but let's talk about those times man what do y'all do yeah. man what, what is I'm, what is <clears throat> go ahead go ahead yeah i was gonna say man um no i'm not not perfect by any means and uh yeah you know things get under my skin and frustrate me and um i i do try to be very mindful of you know how i treat someone else um uh, if, if, if they're not the if they're not the cause of you know what i'm saying that issue uh so yeah i i i try to be mindful of it but you know we're not perfect and sometimes you know what I mean? Somebody might get a little piece of that, you know, a little piece of your mind and, and it could be completely unrelated. But I try to catch it and like, you know, if I catch myself voice or taking something out on someone else, uh, I, I'll definitely apologize. Or even if they call me on, a, you know, I have no issue with being like, you know, well, you're right. My bad. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I have my, you know, like what the F moments, you know, it's like something that, you know, puts me over the edge, you know, here and there, but not too often. What, what? Go ahead, Jackie. I, you know what? Like, I, I haven't been emotionally reckless in a minute because <laughs> I be by myself most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I can say I've had moments where, probably with my mother, because we are like fire and ice. I'm the, I'm 
the fire, she's ice, and when we go at it, it just be ugly. And sometimes I don't even say it in a disrespectful tone, but because I'm her daughter and what I'm saying to her, it'll bother her. But to me, I'm making perfect sense. This mm -hmm. is logic. I'm presenting facts. Like I'm telling you what something is, but I don't ever. Sometimes I don't think about like how it impacts her as her as a mother hearing her child say that to her. So then we'll have our fallout. I'll go home and I'll sit. I'd like, Jack, you fucked up. You got to go talk to your mama. And then I'll go back and have another conversation with her. And I have gotten to the point where I want to apologize for what I said. I'll apologize for the way it may have come off because my intention and my delivery may not be the same thing of, as what she hears. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to ask her and probe her and be like, okay, so was it what I said or how I said it? And then we'll get to the bottom of it. But perception you know, and is, yes. intention. intention. Perception versus intention. Yes, sir. Yeah, because yes, sir. Cause like what she what she got from it and what I gave her may not be the same thing. Mm. And you know, a lot of people are like that. You know, me, I'm a pretty nice person, but when I get angry, like if you push me there, it's like I'm meaning what I said, but my tone may change and it's, mm -hmm. it's going to change the way that you're receiving it from me. Yeah, man. Um, what is everybody, you know, and, and I think I think we all agree, you know, you definitely got to apologize. But what's some of you guys is non-traditional ways of apologizing, not just like, hey, I'm sorry, I, I fucked up. What's some of y'all non-traditional ways, man? <laughs> Non-traditional yeah. ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was I almost said that's a traditional way. More so than not. Jackie said, "You hungry? Hey, what you? Hey, you, you, want something, you want something to eat? Have you have you ate have you ate today? <laughs> do you need me to do something for you? <laughs> you stupid man. Uh -huh. I go yeah. into acts of service mode. Like when if if I have to apologize, but I don't really want to say the word. <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to like do something nice and then yeah. at some point it'll come out but you know I'm I'm a little prideful sometimes. Sometimes it's just <laughs> I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna some... tell you the words matter man more than yeah. the acts. Well it, it depends on your love language. I was gonna say depends on your love language. There you go. Sometimes yeah. sometimes sometimes uh hey what you doing? That's like all right, we straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't, but see like for me I, if okay, so if me and you into it and I feel like you owe me an apology and you text me and say, what you doing? I'm like, nigga, not talking to you. Like, uh, right, right. No. Until we clear this up. We're going to clear this up first. There's got to be a certain time in there. Because sometimes that what you're doing is just checking your energy. Check, you know, mm -hmm. checking, to, checking to see where you at. You know what I mean? So, but no, nah, man, I do think, you know, um, you know, we do have to, like, like, TC, like you said, man, we we've talked about it last episode and probably the last four episodes is making sure you do an energy check, man. You have to, regardless if it's sitting in the car for five more minutes or just laying down, taking a five minute, ten minute nap, just to kind of, you know what I mean, just to get yourself together. Yeah, so. Absolutely, absolutely, <clears throat> man. Helps, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to talk about uh, another another conversation I wanted to have with you guys, man. And it's interesting because we all have we all we all have like side hustles, you know what I mean? Jackie with the with the cupcakes, 
you know, uh, like I just talked about CPR and TC, you know, um, you know, I'm not afraid of hustle. Yeah, pixel bender, regardless if I was at the hotel or um, I want to talk about like, like, and it's interesting because we we all have a hustle. So like uh, I was I was looking at how there's a difference. Like I, I was looking at people who struggle, like struggle um financially and people who have learned how to struggle because there is an art to struggle right like some people don't know how to struggle you know like what i mean surviving survive yeah survival like d- during the struggle some people don't know how to survive that struggle we all done went to college boy we don't got mm-hmm. we don't got we got business one-on-one and struggle some people didn't man some people had a check sent to them every you know what i mean yeah, we have we have food for the week for ten dollars <laughs> yeah. it'd be all ramen and totino's pizza each one a dollar a piece man solid yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. for the week. Some, some people don't know how to call that uh call that you know that call your 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 utility and say hey can i have an extension you know what i mean there's there's i I think there's a there's a beauty in it um because a lot of us have lived through the struggle and made it however i think there is complacement in the struggle you know what i mean and i think that a lot of people they don't want more because they they good where they at yeah, and, and my question is, you're right, Jackie, and that's what I was going to ask y'all. Why do y'all think that is? Why do y'all think there's a lot of people complacent in that struggle? Laziness. Uh, uh, exposure or lack of. Yeah, I would say of lack exposure. of exposure. It would Listen, be a big one. Like they don't know anything a, different? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah to, gonna, to other things. I'm going to say that, especially coming from Gary. Mm-hmm. People, like when I go back home sometimes, it's just like, it's sad because the city don't look like it ain't never been a glamorous place, but, but it, it was, was cool. It was, it was cool. Like yeah. we had our food spots. We had, uh-huh. you know, most of the street lights work, you know, so it's like, it's not a lot there. So in my mind, I mean, I've been in Indy for 13 years now. Now, Indy ain't nothing compared to maybe L.A. or Houston or Dallas, but it's a difference coming from Gary and being here. And it's like in my mind when I go home and I got people who live there and, you know, all they do is maybe work at the casino or, you know, some just regular nine to five job. You know, you at the crib. It's the boat, the steel mill and the post office. Exactly. (laughs) You so made it's it. Like, it's right. And I'm just like, you know, I ain't knocking nobody. If you paying your bills, handling your business, that's dope. Yeah, but it's absolutely. not wrong wanting more for yourself, though. And I'd be like, do y'all not want more? Like, are y'all trapped? Like, because in my mind, my mom, she wanted me to come home and stay with her after college. She's like, you know, come home, stay with me, uh, save your money. And I said, I'd rather go struggle. <laughs> absolutely. Be broke for a minute. Before I go back to the crib, because literally everybody I know who made that jump to go home and stay in stack, they never, they never left. left. They never left the crib. And it's like, I can't wrap my head. I I don't understand it. 
don't know, man. It, uh, the, on, the only, you know, the only thing that I can understand about that is the financial aspect of it. And if someone grew, you know, matured to, you know, improve their financial literacy, literacy, and they know like, eh, if I go try to live, you know, right across the border in, in Illinois gonna be paying double what i'm paying now so i'm gonna just right. stay you know, mm-hmm. at the crib and, and you know what i'm saying because cost of living is, is is nothing you know i'm not gonna say nothing but it's a it's, it's a big difference in uh northwest indiana versus illinois or some of these other you know major cities that you mentioned so it's like i'm cool i'm right here I, i'm at the crib cost of living is low i'm stacking i can i can shoot the nap if i want i could go across mm-hmm. the border to chicago if i want i'm cool yeah. And some people okay with that, like and just like having their their neighborhood uh, spot to go to, voodoo, you know what I'm saying, in the uh, voodoo lounge or something, or Peppies on 61st or whatever it is, like they cool with that, and that's it. So I mean, it just depends, man. Um, that's giving people the benefit of the doubt. The other coin is just people, just like again, I just really believe on, uh, I believe in the lack of exposure. You know what I'm saying? It, it is complacent because if you haven't seen better like what what would make you want to achieve for more because you haven't you haven't you haven't seen it you haven't witnessed it you haven't seen like oh dang this cat you know who i grew up with got x y and z or like i went to go visit so-and-so and they this what they doing like this what they weekend look like and i'm looking back at my weekend i'm like i ain't doing shit you know what i'm saying so it's like if you haven't had that exposure, you know, it kind of limits, you know, you wanting to uh, achieve more if you haven't seen it. You know what I mean? I also think comfort is a thing too. People stick to what they know. Yeah. See, see, y'all, see, oh. I'm, I kind of, I'm, I'm listening to what y'all saying, right? And I, I, uh-huh. I, I kind of agree, but then there's a, there's a side of me that disagrees because there's someone in Gary right now who has been able to go see Chicago and see bigger houses and see all these things. And they just don't want that. They just want to stay in Gary where they're, what you just said, Jackie is comfortable. I don't call that struggle. Right. I don't call that struggling. I call that choice. Yeah. Their choice. Mm -hmm. So when I say struggle is because there's some people who, who, um, who have a big house, who have a nice car that are struggling. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm that lives in Chicago, that lives in Indianapolis, that lives in Houston. And I guess I was just looking at it in a sense of like those people who have been comfortable with struggling and continuing to call the bill collectors and call the whoever else to try to get the next extended light bill until next month. Cause they get paid in two weeks. I'm looking at that type uh-huh. of struggle. And I guess that's where I was correlating in the hustle, right? Like people have learned how to struggle because that's what they've known even if they've gone to get a degree and gone to make a hundred, get make a hundred, hundred, um, uh, six figures in a year, but mm-hmm. they continue to struggle and do things of a mindset of a person who struggles, right? You mm-hmm. get a bigger check, you're going to get a bigger house. You're going to get a bigger, you know what I'm saying? And I think people have yeah. learned how mm-hmm. to do that, but they don't learn how to hustle. It's lack of education. I think in that point, you know, in that hustle sense is like, hustle yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, Unless you just have a, a natural born gift or talent, yeah, you take to to have a hustle. You have to learn something. So help a lot me of people, understand. A lot of people learn like whatever their trade is to create this second hustle or the second income. Jackie is baking. Did you, were you born knowing how to bake? No. You learn how to bake. You got good at it and good enough for it to become a side hustle. So I feel but what like, I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, TC, you're right. Education on it, right? I'm not. I, I agree. But hustling 
takes a different type of animal. Jackie learned how to cook and learned how to cook and loved to make the best cupcakes ever. But she like, yo, you know what? I can make some money off this. I'm great grind because there's somebody else who knows how to make cupcakes better or 10 times better than Jackie right now. But guess what? They ain't got that hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they ain't going to get out there and grind and be like, yo, I'm going to push these out the trunk. I'm going to push these. I'm going to get on Instagram and make one and just bite into it and be like, yo, you want this? You know what I'm saying? Somebody else is just like, fuck it. I just know how to make a cupcake. You know what I mean? They just make them for family, family events. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's just, that that could be, you know, that could be laziness. I don't know. That that could be, you know, lack, lack of, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit. You know what I mean? Uh, Everybody you know, don't have that spirit, you know what I'm saying? In the them, hustle. You know That's what I'm saying. saying. The, so, the entrepreneurial spirit, and it, it, it ain't. Yeah, we agree. We everybody. Yeah. No, nah, not even entrepreneurial making money. I think just like, well, yeah, yeah, hustling. That's the hustle. To, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. So like me, but I wasn't. I mean, you know, when I was working at the hotel, my hustle mentality has always been, you know, I cannot continue. I can't continue to struggle, so therefore, I'm getting ready to grind and hustle. Oh. And because everybody got to understand this too, let's let's be clear. Let's define hustle. Hustle is temporary. Hustle is not is not forever, right? When you turn a hustle into a business, that's when it becomes. It's not a hustle anymore. This is your business. Hustle is temporary. I knew if I was going to do a hustle and continue, and that's what I think niggas in the street get fucked up. They look at this as going to be forever. Nah, hustling, bro. You gonna? It, it's it's temporary. It's temporary. I know I wouldn't well, be able to. Well, I kind of I kind of disagree with that because I feel like even when you turn into a business, you still got to have some hustle there. Like Jay Z yeah. is a street nigga, but he hustles in his business though. Like the hustle didn't stop when he became That's his work. That's his job now though. But you don't think that he still hustles though? Um, I think I think he's turned his hustle into a hustle into a business when i think when you turn a hustle into a business that becomes a business now a hustle of like it tc if you hustle is also a mentality though like it ain't it yeah ain't are, just, you talk, it's, are you it's talking it's a mentality about... like a hustle like to me hustle is yeah like a job like you know it's pretty like what you doing i'm on my way to the hustle you on your way to your job but it's like hustle like a hustler's mentality never leaves it don't matter how much money yeah no yeah you know you're right you're right i I, i'm not saying that it there's a mentality and there is something that you do when you hustle right so a hustling Mm -hmm. mentality is always going to stay there meaning you're going to get the job done however Mm -hmm. if you took and said yo i'm getting ready to change this hustle i'm going to change these cupcake pushing these cupcakes i'm going to turn that into a business this is going to be financially that's going to be your job you're not fucking with the job anymore a hustler mentality meaning if these doors are about to shut we gotta figure out a way to keep them open you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's how i look at the different but like most hustles are temporary if i'm gonna sell these t-shirts and that's all i just want to get i just want to i just want to make this you know quick 10 g's and i'm great hustle these t-shirts real quick and make these 10 g's and i ain't fucking with the t-shirts no more you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that turns into just temporary i did what i had to do to get it you know what I'm saying? That's how so, I look at uh, so it. I, uh, uh, yeah, so you speaking more on the uh, side hustle becoming yeah. the main hustle. Main hustle. Like side hustle yeah. versus main hustle and saying like, 
the side hustle is what you're speaking of, and then once it becomes the main hustle, it's quote unquote baby. no longer a, a hustle. It's yeah, ain't no that hustle. Your That's your business. Not a side yeah. hustle. Yeah, it ain't no side <laughs> hustle. And I think a hustle, you're right, Jackie, one thousand percent. It's a mentality, and you never lose that mentality once you have it. Right now, I, I guarantee you, if Jackie, if they say, if they tell Jackie, you, hey, Jackie, we don't need you at this job anymore. You already got a hustler mentality because you know how to push these cupcakes. You ain't gonna struggle. You gonna be like, you gonna stress for a little bit. You gonna be like, fuck. I gotta- I gotta figure. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, but you know, I, I'll be honest. Um, I didn't grow up that like I was. I would say kind of privileged as a kid. Like I was an only child. Um, my parents did everything under the sun for me. The hustlers' ambition, spirit, what mentality. Some people ain't born with it. I wasn't born with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that I had to, like, garner myself. Like, it was something I was like, okay, you know what? I need to do something different. This is what I want to do. And I mean, like, I've slowed down with my baking a lot for various reasons. But it's like, I've been in the in the background plotting, like, okay, so this is what we getting ready to do at the top of the year. Mm-hmm. And boom. Like, it never dies. It may slow down some because life happens. But in the back of my mind, I always got shit going. Like, in, in my mind, I'm, I'm always thinking, like, okay, so what's next? What's next? And you can't teach that. You have to, you got to want it. Like, you have to want it. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just it's just one of them things. Do you guys think that the hustle, the hustle mentality is what separates a person who continues to struggle to the person who's not? Yeah. Absolutely, because um, you, if you got the hustle mentality, you're gonna figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna keep repeating the same issue. You're not gonna keep living check to check. You're not gonna keep, you know, like oh man, these bill collectors calling. Like you, you gonna find a way to stop that if you have that uh-huh. hustler spirit. You're gonna find, all right, I need to have some extra income, some some uh-huh. sort of way, or I need to reduce my spending some uh-huh. sort of way. And that's uh-huh. when the education uh-huh. kicks in. You, you I'm read, tired of borrowing hey, money. You, you, you doing this, that, and the third, trying to figure it out. You know that that's that that's that hustler spirit. You know, like all right, mm. what can I do on the side to bring in some extra income? Cool. Well, yeah, that's the spirit going to get you out of that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think a lot of times, man, um like you said the hustle spirit's going to get you out of that. And Jackie, like you said, I don't think everyone's born with it, you know what I'm saying? I think some people are just because they born in a fucked up situation and they yeah. like, you know, I can't be this way no I more. I can't live like this no more. And then there's some people who learn it and a lot of times they learn it because they be putting they they end up being put in a position that they've that never been them. in yeah so you yeah. like either it's either fight or flight and you like yo mama gate mama's not showing up for this time daddy's not gonna mm-hmm. be here mm-hmm. uh, and you know in college college created a lot of hustlers not even just because of the education just because your stomach hurt and i'm hungry <laughs> i gotta figure it out i gotta eat yo mm-hmm. i gotta learn how to cook these ramens man they only you know some people ain't never been or then you see people who just absolutely break and you be like they didn't come back last semester <laughs> nope, <laughs> they went back. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know hey, bro. Hey, man, that was me, man. I got a, I got a soft spot from people that had to go to. <laughs> but it wasn't had to because, leave, man. But, but it wasn't yeah. because you weren't hustling. You was just, you know, what I mean, you was just. I was fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to class. I, I was skipping gym class and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you just partying? Oh, I, I, absolutely. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Oh, damn. I got to Ball State my, my freshman year and, uh, and and lost my mind. And uh, my parents had to get my mind right. Um, mm. so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was, I was full party mode, like fully immersed in the college life. Mm. F a class, I'm skipping it. I'm sleeping through it, and I'm about to go pull up. My and first kick semester, it. my first semester was like that, and then I thought about the possibility of going back home, and I got my shit together the next semester. Yeah. Oh no, I, <laughs> I didn't. I am not going back. <laughs> I was at the I crib. I went to Purdue Cal for uh, two semesters, man. Then I went back to Ball State. Yeah, I went to Purdue Cal for a second, man. And, and Jones, one thing you didn't mention that that uh, or that we didn't mention in this conversation, as far as like uh, the people who uh, tend to be complacent, you know, with the struggle, um, influence, man, at home, upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I could see, you know, thinking about people like back at home who stayed at the crib. You know, we don't know how much, you know. Of that came from their parents. Like, yeah, go get a job at the steel mill. That's all you need, and you good. I work at the steel mill. Know. Why can't you? That's yeah. What they know. yeah, that's, that's what, what they, they know. know. You know what I'm saying? You yep. think about that generation. That's what Gary was known for. It was booming. <clears throat> like, so, like they look at those opportunities as like these great opportunities, which they once were at, at some point in time, and in a sense, uh, still are some great opportunities. But it's like those few, you know, kind of jobs or roles or positions that you could do when you stay home that give you the sense of quote unquote I made it but if you look outside of home you might not get that same sense of I made it you know what I'm saying so like they're yeah. coming from their parents or their family like oh yeah once once you finish school man you know get this trade popping you know what I'm saying? Go holler at the steel mill. I got a plug at the steel mill. I could get you in. Everybody you know what I'm got a plug at, <laughs> at the, the steel mill. mill. Straight your up. Aunt, your uncle been there 30, 40 years, and they gonna tell you when that test is, Bro. what you need requirements, <laughs> and you in there, okay? My dad worked yeah. at the steel mill. Auntie at the steel mill. See, I'm not Steph mad at that. I, I get, I get what you're saying. I'm not mad at that. Um, yeah, they may have missed opportunities, and I think, I mean. You know, we we can all we should be mad at that. But no, but what I'm saying is, we all can review our life, right? We can all right now say, like, man, shit, I should have just graduated Ball State and traveled, went to such and such, and you know what I mean. I think we all can like say the what ifs. Um, I don't call that struggle, right? I call that like, you know, you made choices in life, and and like you said, TC, there's probably some people at the steel mill making. Like cra- oh, I remember, I remember my homeboy, money. man. I remember I went, I went to college. He stayed and got a job at Chrysler. I remember it was, it was June, and he was like, "Man, I've been grinding, dog." He was, I was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Yeah, man, shoot, man, I done made 125 already." I'm like, "God, it's June." They, hey, they check, they check, be stupid, but then ask them what their hours look like. Yeah, but oh, you that, know, them doubles. <laughs> It'd be like eighty. It'd be like eighty hours on a check, bro. Yeah, but it'd you know, money. The paper would be stupid, but it's like, God, I need yeah. my work life balance, dog. That's, that's, yeah. But that's some shit people don't. You know what I mean? When you stay at the crib and you become complacent, you don't even think about work life. You know, it's probably people at the crib only know what work life balance is. They never so, heard of the term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so my thing is with that, right? So, like, that's a choice he made, and I don't call that struggle. That's just something like we all may have. Like I said, I was like. You know, maybe we should have went to L.A. after college, man, and just lived, you know, lived and well, maybe to find it a- wasn't, though. Maybe they were groomed that way. That's what, but, that's what I'm more so getting at. Like, it was instilled in them at an somebody, early point that, like, sure, this is, this is sure. the route to go. Like, it wasn't really them making that conscious choice. So flip it's it. It's them doing, following, you know, directions. You know how, 
the, but flip the it. Michael but, Jackson movie, when Joe Jackson told them they had to come home after school and move these bricks and all, before they start singing, he had some older kids conditioned to get strong because he just knew they was going to the mill. Like, okay. that's, that's real. Y'all, y'all I, I, get, I get what y'all saying, right? So there's somebody who can look at us and be like, man, y'all crazy. Y'all went to, y'all went to school for four years to get a degree that you might or might not use to get college loans to get, you know what I mean? There's, there's always a counter to this, but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. I, what I'm, what I'm saying is like the people going to the, I think this is more destructive people who have passed on the living on the system and, 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 and not showing that you have other opportunity of like just having a kid and having another kid and continue and stay in this system of welfare, have a baby, get 12,000 on your, get 10,000 on your taxes, spend it on TV, spend it on bullshit and then do it and continue to do this, this, this cycle of depending on the government. And it's just like, I've seen that in my family too often and it's just passed down, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, um, and I think that's 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 a mindset struggle. That's like that's it's like, yo, you don't have to, you know, live in this this where your rent's only a dollar, and you know what I mean. It's it, it, I think that kind of concept right there, man. It's just like, yo, that kind of stuff is passed down, and how to how to sell your, fo- your environment, how to sell your food stamps, and how to you know what I'm saying. Matter of fact, if anybody got some food stamps out there, I'll buy them. But anyway, how to sell your food stamps and just doing, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff, man. It's just like, damn, yo, that's, 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 it's more to life than that, you know? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. You become a product, man. It's all you know. It's yeah. all you talk. And, just, and, and so that's, 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 that's what you live. And then when you have kids and you teach them the same thing, I'm good. I'm living. You got, so my thing is, you got clothes yeah, my, on your back. Yeah. My thing is, man, I want to be able, I want Tice to be a free thinker, man. Cause I think a lot of times we got beat in the head. I know I got beat. Hey, just go to college. Don't have no kids. And, um, that's what you got to do. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like, all right, you need to give me no other guidance outside of that. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was just like, continue to pass down, especially with our culture that I've seen that, you know, um, it was like, yo, you just got to go to college. That's going to be your way out of the hood. But, I I wanted to be able to groom Tice to say, all right, give him a little bit of guidance of a way to make a choice of what he wants to be. Because I literally went to college and was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I think there's a high, there's a high, there's a high uh, percentage of kids who go to school to be like, I don't know. I just know I need to go to college to 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 mm. be successful. Yeah, that's a reality, man. A lot of people. I do definitely, that. I definitely yeah. don't want to. And and then again, that comes from generational things, right? Mm-hmm. My parents um, didn't graduate from college, so naturally they want me to go. Well, mm-hmm. my dad's parents didn't go to college. You know, it was either you going to the military, you going to the military, going to the military. So it's like I think something that we condition our black kids to believe is, you know, military is an option, college is an option. Um, but now I think we need to talk about trades. I think yeah. it's important that we talk mm-hmm. about that. You know, um, I would never force my child into college. I hope that they go because I think that college experience is important. Absolutely. I think I learned a lot about myself in college, but that's not to say that my child cannot learn the same things in just in life. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I do agree. You know, you, you got to raise your kids to be free thinkers and give them options. We didn't really have options. It Hell was no. College. <laughs> yeah. That was it. College. You go to college, get out of my house. Yeah. I'm like, damn, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the same mentality of like, hey, you need to go work for the steel mill. You're going to make six figures. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this. You're going to have insurance. You're going to have retirement. And you don't give them no other option of way of thinking. And I think that's when it comes down to, like like I said, TC, we, I was saying, like, you know, you said it, product of your environment, whatever they push on you and whatever's been passed down. And sometimes it ain't even got to be forced. You just seeing what everybody else doing. You don't know no difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, as we all know, man, just because you go to college, shit, you get out of college, you be like, I thought I was supposed to be making money. You sitting there looking crazy as facts. hell. Like, <laughs> facts, 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 man. I, I, it was a Listen, slow I'm, start. I'm still striving for more. And I mean, I ain't doing bad now, but listen. I'm still waiting on my big, big payday. I'm working on it. I don't mess with college, man. Y'all know, I I talked about this before. I'm not no promoter of college, man. I'm not. I'm okay with people going to college, but I'm not a big promoter of college. I mean, unless a kid. Because, man, I think you you go to school at 18. 18, you go to college. You know, that's cool. And then at 19, your sophomore year, 19, you're still a teenager. And they say, hey, you need to tell me what you want to be for the rest of your life. As a 19-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Come think on, there's anything man. wrong with that. I, I, uh, I had an idea in high school of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I fucked it up when I went to college and started partying. But in mm-hmm. 10th grade, I knew that I wanted to be an You're architect. blessed. Very blessed. Yeah, Very blessed and I know that's not everybody's that. case. That's not a lot of people, bro. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I mean, what I started out majoring in and what I ended up uh, was not the same thing. Um, See, and, then, yeah. and then same I kind of circled back around. Like, I always felt that I was supposed to be in the healthcare industry, but I wanted to get in on the business side. I didn't, I didn't want to do clinical side. I wanted to be more so on the business side, and that's where I ended up. So, I mean, you can find your way. Um, I but, found my way like later, but I don't think for me, some people do know what they want to do. Like, I, listen, one of the one of the my favorite people, like me and my, we've been friends since we were in the third grade, and literally since the sixth grade, he wants to be an architect. And I mean, we we had a wood shop class together, and I mean, yeah. he was amazing. I was like, hey, we partners for the rest of the class. Like, you you going to be my partner. Sixth grade. And he went to college. He went to Auburn. Majored in architecture. He's doing amazing in Vegas. So, while you may not have known at 19 or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, there are some people who do truly know what they want to do. One, one trillion percent. You're right. You're absolutely right. However, the concept of telling a 19-year-old that you need to choose what you want to be for the rest of your life, I think it's just crazy. And you're right. There's people who are nurses who wanted to be a nurse because their mom was a nurse. There's people who were mm-hmm. teachers that wanted to be teachers because they're, they seen teaching. Right now, Tice is like, he loves math. So, therefore, we're going to keep him in enrichment programs. That's for math. Mm-hmm. And hopefully mm-hmm. that makes him choose, like, in life, there's going to be options that's for great for math. Right? Tion. Mm-hmm. Tion. My son's Tion. Man, that dude can do, he's math, his math has been his thing. He knew he wanted to be accountant when he first came. But 
I can tell you a list of people who changed their major 18 times in college, yeah. didn't know what they wanted to be. And it's just like, I think that's just like, and then what happens, you get more and more debt because now you got to stay a couple extra years because, you, you know what I mean? You had to change that major three times, you know what I mean? So Maybe they weren't think, prepped, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's a, that's a big key into it, man, you're going to being like, that's prepped. A, that's what I said. That's my yeah. point of what I'm saying. That's why I'm putting Tyson enrichment programs. However, like we said earlier, Jackie said, I think it was, is that we have to, you know, there's skills. You got to let your kid be a free thinker, a thinker to like, you have to pick up on some of the things that they may know, but man, everybody uh-huh. doesn't have that. Everyone's not blessed with that. And I think it's just like, man, you know, people end up getting a college degree and not working in it, doing something I mean, else. I'll be, I'll be honest. You know, every, everybody is not meant to go to college mm-hmm. for me if i have a child that is like school just ain't it for them they may not be the smartest they may not they may not be bringing in straight a's and making honor roll and all that mm-hmm. we got to have a serious conversation the closer they get to graduation because i'm not getting ready to force you to spend money on a degree that you do not want you mm-hmm. clearly just showed me in high school that this ain't what you want to do. So mm-hmm. now you got to tell me what it is you want to do. So then we got those kids who are like that academically, but they stellar athletes. So now you like, okay, you can get a scholarship because you good with a ball or you good at running or you good whatever. Sometimes those kids get to college, they skate by, and then you know, they go but yeah. then we got some who don't get high draft picks. Now you have a kid who has a degree. They didn't play four years. They got a degree, and they, it was free. And now they for, and now they forty five, and they the college town local, and they still living off they uh they, they, they hoop dreams. <laughs> or you know, yeah. sometimes they're going hey. overseas. They didn't have to pay though. And that's great. Say they ain't in, they nothing did. They didn't have to pay, but also it's like I don't want to handicap my child. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think, especially in the black community, we want to give our kids a pass academically because they're good athletically, and you can't do that. Like, you know, everybody can't birth a LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what what's your backup plan? If this ball thing don't work, because at the end of the day, oh. you you are a student athlete. You still mm. got to make grades, even mm. as an athlete. If you got a scholarship, you still have to make grades. So it's like, although you know we don't want to push our kids towards college, if they do got to go, we want them to be ready. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, I think that's again. I think that's finding out how to finding out how to do that and finding out making sure that there there is the guidance to tell them it's hard because you know my thing is you can guide a kid all day life and they can be like no i don't want to do that i don't want to be i don't want to be an engineer because i've been math i'm great at math i want to go be a motivational speaker i don't know you know what i mean you're like damn okay you gotta you gotta be like okay <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean yeah but then you know you still uh, you know I, I, if even if it's different than you know what you may have groomed them to be 
you know, earlier stages in life, you I mean, you just still have the responsibility to show just as much support and like, all right, yeah. that's what you want to yeah. be. Cool. What you going to do with it? How you going to, what's your education in it? How you can become certified? How you going to get your experience? You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so that same amount of grooming and interest in whatever that, you know, career choice is. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's still helping prep them yeah. for success in that field, even if it looks different than what you thought the kid was going to be doing. Because my oh, thought I was going to be architect, and then I had to call an audible and get into graphic design. But I've always been into art, regardless. So it was like uh-huh. a lateral. It was a lateral move for me. Um, so it made sense, but um, you know the support no, that, there that, is what, I, what matters. I definitely, I definitely agree, and I think that's why we, you know, I, I agreed with the, you know, letting your kid be a free thinker. You know, however, man, I just think the concept of like, you know, um, I mean, you're, you're privileged enough to say, yo, I wanted to be that in sixth, sixth grade. I just think that like a lot of just just being just being honest, man, like looking at a kid who is 19 to say, hey, I want you to figure out what you want to be for the rest of your life. I think just on a general speaking and just like on a probably, a you know, like a high percentage of kids and I say kids because they're 19 there's things that they can't even do because they're not they're 21 they're technically adults they're 18 but okay. I mean you can go over the board at 18 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but there's things but you're you're telling them to be to to pick something that they want to be for the rest of their life and there's things that they can't even do because they're not 21 you know mm-hmm. what I mean and that's just I mean, kind of the concept and I just I mean besides like, Besides drink. drink. <laughs> yeah, like besides drinking, what can't they do after 18? And buy weed at a dispensary. <laughs> That's about it. Well, you know? those two things don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I mean, I, I don't I don't have I just think, understand figuring what you're saying. out. I just yeah, think maturity-wise, yeah. man, of telling someone, hey, decide what you want to be for the rest of your life. I'm 19. I've only been on this earth 19 years, and then I got to go here for – three to four more years i just think now, i just think the concept is just like i just i think it's just a money maker it's a money grab bro i, I wasn't told I would, like the rest of my life i don't know if that's necessarily the best verb it's just like what what is your career interest you know what i'm saying like what do you what do you, what like do you have do? an interest in that don't mean that yeah. you gotta pick a major yeah but it doesn't mean you're stuck doing it for the rest of your life you could start there like they're so that's, educators that's start as my point. a teacher <laughs> They, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, I want to get an education, so I'm gonna start as a teacher. But like, their end goal is to be like a dean of students or something. All right, so like, all right, yeah, I know that. Like, I, I'm a, I'm gonna do There's teaching, a but yeah, I have a half. You have to have that experience to get to that. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's a path that you have to take. But I think you know, an option also might be because I know, like, when I was at Westside. You had the option to, uh, it was through Running Rebels, I think is what it was called. And you could take college courses while you were still in high school. And I think that's an excellent option. You know, you take general studies. So, like, I have friends who took medical terminology. They loved it. And they end up, you know, like, hey, like, let me take a science class next time. So, let me take, you know, they did that. And they moved on. So, it's like, if you introduce them, and I would enroll my kids junior year of high school let them take a college course and be like how do you think this was what did you think about it about oh you know it wasn't bad mom okay now based on that do you have any idea what you like what you want to do so it's like you got to have those conversations with your kids you can't wait till they a senior to be like all right look so 
you gonna graduate, right. you gonna go to college. You gotta start having them conversations. But you guys are like coming early. from a, you got you guys are talking from a privileged place, right? You guys are talking from people who went to college, someone who knew what they wanted to be from when they were sixth grade. Let's talk about the person who's working at the steel mill who never went to college, who's encouraging their kid to go to college. So I think like these conversations that we're having, I'm not disagreeing with y'all, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about that. I'm looking at the other side of it. So like yes, TC, you can pick teaching and then you can become a principal. I'm not talking about a person who sticks with teaching because they know they wanted to be a teacher example myself I went and I was like it was time to declare a major your sophomore year and I was like uh, I just knew I had to come to college I ain't know mm-hmm. I, I don't uh talking to my talking to my um counselors like so what do you what do you have interest in and, and I'm like I'm gonna spin especially what college is now shit i mean ball state is ball state damn near more than they they up there damn near why are you now if you look at the pricing so this person's about to spend sixty thousand dollars on this degree and you're saying so what do you want to be uh i want to help people you know what i mean and they give you these options of helping people and then i'm just sitting there in college like i don't know what the i don't know i don't know but so you you said you said for the person whose parent works at the steel mill and tell them to go to college. Okay, so you saying that basically they can't guide them because they didn't go to college themselves? No, 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 like, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, Jackie, what I'm saying is that we are, a lot of these conversations that we're having all the way back into, like, I think we're speaking from a place of, like, privilege because we've been there and we've done it, right? Mm-hmm. TC, TC wanted to be sixth grade. Uh, he knew what he wanted to be. That's man that's a blessing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we all went to college so we kind of know the ins and the outs we know these things and when i use the person from the steel mill they just know that hey you need to go to college i don't want you working at the steel mill 40 years like grandpa and i've been here 30 mm-hmm. years you need to go to college you know what i'm saying so that is a conversation that's had more than not as far as there is there someone who can guide them absolutely but there's some right. people there's some people who've never had the college experience and and this don't know anything about like you got to declare a major your sophomore year you got to they don't know that you know what i'm saying they just like go to college and hey make a good choice and let's get out of college and make a lot of money that's what some people think that's gonna happen but we know a place that we ain't do that you know what i'm saying <laughs> like but, but to jackie's point like the, to use the the steel mill example or the person that's working in a steel mill example um you know it's not fair to just say that they're gonna just tell them you need to go to college so you don't do this you know that person can still groom them you know ask the clarifying questions about like okay what do you want to be put serious thought in it and start doing that at an early enough time so that when it is their sophomore year in college they have an idea of what they want to be and they're not completely lost so i think that someone working in the steel mill is absolutely capable of still doing that even though that they didn't go to college themselves yeah right i can never you can never say all right so let's let's be clear i can never say all but jackie early in a conversation we did say culturally what happens they tell us to Go to go to college you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just yeah. the general. But that wasn't it, though. Like, my mom told me that. Your mom, but it but wasn't your just mom was an educator. College. Your mom was an educator. She was well-groomed. Like My mother wasn't. Yeah, but. My mother, were, my mother just retired from AT&T for being there 20 years. Yeah, she retired in September. Retired after 20 years. She started as a secretary, ended as a technician manager. So she worked her way up. No college degree. 
But when it came, like when I was going off to college, my mother wasn't a manager yet. So it was like, she was like, look, you know, what do you want to do? She was like, you need to go to college. Like it was never a question in my mind whether or not I was going to go to college, but it wasn't just because she said that all of my first cousins, we all went to college. My cousin is 10 years older than me. I saw her go to college. I, you know, when I was, she was 18, I was eight. I saw her go to college. All my cousins went to college. So even though our parents didn't go, all of us went. So it wasn't just my mother saying, you know, you got to go to college. I had people to look at. That's privilege, Jackie. That's all I'm saying. I didn't. There's people who didn't have anybody. I went and I was just like, drove myself to Ball State. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. And I know a lot of people who had to deal with that. So again, I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I'm just saying there are a, a high a high percentage of people who did not have the 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 guidance or a cousin saying, "Hey, yo, I had cousins who went, but they ain't come to me and be like, hey, this is what you need to do.' Here's the ins and outs. I just had to go and just blindly figure it out. You know what I mean? I think that's a high percentage. So I'm speaking on that end of it, and there mm-hmm. is and there is a side of it like you guys. Who definitely, you know, what I mean, who who were blessed to have some of those guidances, you know, what I'm saying. So I think there's two sides to it, you know, what I mean. And I think a lot of that, a lot of times, man, people spend sixty thousand dollars and then they end up, you know, working at Chrysler or doing something outside of what they would agree was, and they'd be like, shit, that was, you know, that was a, that uh-huh. was that was a high, uh, high four year bill, you know, what I mean. <laughs> so, uh-huh. but yeah, man, I think it's a, and, and to end this, man, because we we moving. Um, but to end it, I, I, I think we all, we both, we all three of us have said something that's very important that we do have to guide these kids, make, let them be free thinkers, but also help them with their decision making in the future and stay on them, man. You got to check on, check on the kids in college and be like, how's it going? You know, is that are you making the right decisions? Is this something that you want to stick with? Because somebody can just stick. I know people who stuck with teaching, got out teaching, got a teaching degree. And they was just like, I did this for a year. I'm great getting something else, you know what I mean? So, and they just felt like they were forced to stay there and stay in that positions. But, you know, I think it's, uh, I think we all have a position to where, you know, when y'all have kids and like me with Tice, we can be able to, you know what I'm saying? Go from our experiences and tell them like, yo, uh, you know, if you ain't got to go, if you don't want to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to figure yeah, something I, out. Definitely. You got to figure something else out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, shit, like me, I wanted to, you know, when I went to the crib, you know, I wanted to do the music production thing. Mom yeah. just wasn't, wasn't going with it. You know what I'm saying? I had a plan B. And she said, have a plan B. I had one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just wasn't rocking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Hey, just a quick um, uh, stat. It's it's a, it's an older stat, but I can't. Um, it's a few years old, but I can't imagine it being too far off. But um, the survey estimated that 20 to 50 percent of students enter college as undecided and an estimated 75% of students change their major at least once before graduation. So mm-hmm. just, just, to, just to throw that stat out there for the, I change, put I a bow on, the, on sure. the combo. Yeah, man. You start talking uh, to your yeah, people. Hell, I did too. Cause I don't seen people be like, yo, I want to do this. And then niggas be like, shit, that math class is so hard. I need to pick another, de- <laughs> like I can't pass this math. I need to pick another, pick another degree. You know, I don't seen that happen. Like Bro, <laughs> uh, college, college, of art, what I initially went for college of architecture and planning, you know, people had like 
cots in that joint. Like they would spend the night in the building. Mm-hmm. Like that's in how intense. It, yeah. yeah, that's how intense it yeah. was. And people would see that and be like, "Oh no, nah, dog! Like I'm tripping. I'm not doing that. Like that's I'm about insane. to see what else I can do because I ain't finna sit in here and do you know yeah, <laughs> like spend the night my, in the school." My building. homeboy, like literally the the studio, like maybe his junior year, like projects and stuff that he was doing. Mm-hmm. One, two o'clock oh, in the morning, he's yeah. still in there just, yeah. and I'm just like, is it that much? But you know, them stimulations and stuff that you gotta make, they gotta be so perfect. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have no room for nothing to not be right. And I used to be like, bless your heart, but I mean, hey, that's why you make the big bucks now. I remember, so. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember uh, when uh, we went to Costa Rica. Um, and uh we went on this excursion me and winston went on this excursion and it was this girl sitting on a bus by herself and she was sitting like kind of by us i was like hey how you doing you know you just you see some americans you like hey you know what i mean but uh she had an accent she was from like europe or something like that and um she was like hey how you guys doing introduce herself and and she was like yeah um i'm here as a foreign foreign exchange foreign exchange student and we was like, oh, okay. She was, and uh, I can't remember where she was from in Europe. And she was like, uh, she was 19. And I was like, so uh, what do you, what do you, you know, what do you got going on? Are you in college? And she was like, no. Over wherever she, where she was from, they go after high school, they go to like this prep school to kind of get them prep for college. You know what I mean? And mm. it was like, it was in like, they went 18 and they said, all right, you going to college. It was like something like they prepped them for college after high school. Right. So junior college. Yeah, but it, it was it was kind of like basically. A, yeah, but it was like a um, it was more like a uh, it was kind of like an extension of high school. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you know after they do that, they go to college. I was like, damn. It's, and it's some people we know some, that's what basketball players do a lot. Yeah, they go to prep school because they, they're not ready for college. They go to prep mm, school for like a year or two, or, and then. Or some people go to co- go to the military for a few years and then they go to college. Get that shit paid for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, hustle. I was just right mm-hmm. That National Guard hustle is different. Yeah. <laughs> hustle, man. Yeah. Crazy, man. And then, you know, they go to school kind of, um, you know, uh, a little bit more. They come back a little bit more mature. You know, Devon. Me and Devon talked about that before. He came kind of a little bit more mature. He was a little older. You know what I mean? Like prep, you know, ready. And TC, like you said, like maybe if you, when you went to go do the two semesters, you like, shit, I'm going back. I'm a little bit more serious now. You know what I'm saying? It kind of helped out with that, you know? So I don't know. My motivation co- was getting out of my mama. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, nah, dog, do this. this ain't it. <laughs> I love my mother, but yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. after you after you lived on your own in college, taste. you ain't trying to live under your mama yeah, roof, no. dog. <laughs> it's like, no. He- hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Like, nah. Like, hey, what time you coming home? You want to be like, yeah, I don't know. Grown. It's so wild. It's so wild that you say that. So, my lease is getting ready to end in, like, today the second in 19 days. Mm. And my mother moved down here. She mm-hmm. got her a townhouse, and she was like, are you ready to buy a house yet? And I was like, yeah, but the way my bank account is set up, I ain't really trying to do that yet. And she was like, you can come stay with me for two years and two stack years. your money. And the whole time I was like, I ain't lived with you since I was like 17. Mm. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And she was like, I ain't really got no rules except, you know, you can't have nobody stay tonight. And I was like, I mean, yeah. that's fair. I, I, I get that. Like, so I'm going to go ahead and do this I'm month gonna... to month to month. <laughs> and then, 
And uh, so I figure it out. I was like, but no, I'm I'm gonna move in with her. You know, she's retired. She ain't. You know, she don't be doing much. She's older now, mm-hmm. and. I was like, she ain't gonna tell in. you to come in at a certain time because you grown, grown now. You nah, know she, saying? oh, nah, she, <laughs> she know. And you know, I got my, I got my escape routes when I need to stay away for mm-hmm. a few days for me to have some space. But you know, our relationship now is a lot better, so I can do it. But if somebody tried to get me to do this in my twenties, I was like, hell no, nah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But now I can do it. You know, she my, she my homegirl now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I think some of these American, you know, American systems and things that we've that's been in place for years, I don't think they're changing. They're gonna be, you know, what I mean, kids still gonna go to college and military, and people still gonna get thirty thirty year loans with not putting any money down. <laughs> and it's, it's gonna be, yep. it's gonna, it's gonna be stinging boys forever. And it's really all it yep. boil down to money, man. It all goes down to money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Education, yeah, this, man, this prepping is, them. This is a, I'm, this is a hustle for me. What I'm about to do, I'm about to, I'm about to hustle this situation. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> stack this paper. Uh, stack this, stack this money. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. Did nobody tell us like, man, you gotta have a lot. You gotta put some money down on that house, man. You don't get no thirty thousand, thirty, thirty year loan and. Be paying towards the interest. You ain't touching the principal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But those kind of things, like you said, education, man, and just trying to break the old systems that, that was just continued to pass down and continue to be passed down. You just got to gotta prep for it, man. So, But, yeah, man, it's a good one, man. We we damn near hour 45, man. We got to get out of here. 10 o'clock. Cruising. 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 Jackie, thank you, man. You came through last minute, man. I'm glad I saw you at the gym. Damn, that's yes. that's 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 no en- problem. That's energy, man. What's the chances of us? I know, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm a believer in it, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, Yo, he was like, What you he was like, what you doing? What you doing tonight? Uh, what you doing tonight, girl? I was like, I was told him, I was like, I hit Jackie, see she free. And then when he replied, he was like, I actually just ran to her in the gym. Like, look at that. <laughs> I was like, look at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was crazy how that worked. Yeah, man. That's great. Yeah, man. So thank you, Jackie, man. Hopefully you guys learned a lot. I know this was a long episode. Hopefully it doesn't seem like it. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And if you want to, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you want to listen to this episode over and over and over, TC, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com. Sure. And again, guys, we are taking a two-week vacation. Uh, so please, the people out there who be texting me talking about where the episode, listen. Okay. We're going to be on vacation. We're going to reply and say, you understood the most recent episode, did you? Yeah, yeah. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? <laughs> we on vacation. Listen. We're on vacation for two weeks. So we'll be back, like, probably I think it's the week of Christmas, man. And hopefully we have some heat for y'all. And uh, we got a couple guests that's coming up that's pretty, pretty dope. So, um, yeah, Jackie. Yes. Stay healthy, girl. I will. Stay I in will. that gym. You know what I mean? We we know uh I got goals. We ready for this. Uh you got this a super, super dope episode that we are gonna be waiting on and continue to uh, you know, you know. Oh oh man, I got a lot of developments on that. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lot of developments 
TC, you remember hey, last, what y'all talking about? Last episode, she said she had some for us. It was off mic. Oh, you don't have to. Yeah, we didn't talk about it off okay, mic. Okay, okay, okay. Stop recording. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, man. Hey, man. Um, control your anger. Um, step away. I know we talked about this a million times, man. Step away, even if it's for 30 minutes, to get yourself together and protect your energy. Also, Get you a hustle, man. Hustle's learned. Um, it can be a learned uh, skill. Um, some people born with it. Some people don't ha- don't know how to develop it, man. Just get you if you, you got to get you a part time job or stop living outside of your means and continue to repeat the same the same mistakes over and over and over when it comes to finances. Get you a hustle. Get you some Dave Ramsey. Get some education. Get something that's going to teach you to change your ways if you continue to struggle. And buy a buy a cupcake from Jackie. You know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> <buy a> <laughs> uh, and thank you guys for listening to the Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.